Welcome to Financial Limitations. Financial limitations, or liens, are limitations on your ownership associated with debts. They can either be involuntary or voluntary. Voluntary liens are taken on willingly. Involuntary liens are imposed by a third party. Liens are paid according to first in time, first in right. This means the first lien put in place is paid first, and so on. A general lien covers all property of the debtor. A specific lien only attaches to the property identified by the lien. Let's focus on voluntary liens. This type of lien makes a piece of property collateral for some debt. A mortgage, for example. The borrower is considered the mortgagor because they give the bank the right to sell their home if they don't pay the loan. The bank is the mortgagee since they receive the mortgage from the mortgagor. The mortgage is a voluntary lien against the property in most states. Conditional sales contract, contract for deed, land contract, and an installment sales contract are also voluntary liens. The vendor, which is the seller, enters into a contract with the vendee or the buyer. The contract states that the buyer will make payments until the seller has received full payment for the property. When the full payment is received, specified in the contract, the vendee receives a deed. The buyer holds equitable title under the contract, meaning they hold a future right to acquire legal title to the property. Legal title is ownership. On another note, if the vendee defaults on a payment, the vendor keeps any money the vendee has paid and does not receive the property. Now let's discuss involuntary liens. These are claims against the property that are imposed by some third party, typically imposed by court or the government. This includes property tax liens, federal tax liens, mechanics liens, judgments, and attachment. Let's dive deeper into each of them. Property tax liens are claims against property for municipal property taxes. They represent a specific priority lien against real estate, meaning these taxes are paid first in the event of foreclosure ahead of all of the other lien holders. If a property owner fails to pay their taxes, the town or city the property is in will foreclose on the property. The new owner of the property will receive a bargain and sale deed or a certificate of sale. In Massachusetts, the property owner who is foreclosed on holds a statutory right of redemption, meaning after their home is sold, they can pay their debt and regain ownership of their home. This extends one year from the date of the sale at foreclosure. Again, this is referred to as a statutory right of redemption or equitable right of redemption. The next type of involuntary lien is a federal tax lien. This lien is placed against a person for unpaid income tax. They are general liens. General liens are the right of a creditor to have all of the debtor's property and sell it to satisfy a debt. 
estate tax liens fall under a type of federal tax lien. It's used by the IRS to secure an estate's tax payments. The next involuntary lien is known as a mechanics lien. This lien is a form of protection for contractors. This allows them to place a lien against a property for work they did and weren't paid for. This only applies to work on real estate. This lien is a perfect example of a cloud on title. A cloud on title is an issue with ownership that can create problems during a real estate sale. Next form of involuntary lien is a judgment. This is the final ruling by a court of law about who wins or loses a case. Usually comes with an award of damages for the harm suffered by a plaintiff. The defendant's property can be taken if they can't pay the judgment. The property would be sold in a sheriff's sale to satisfy the plaintiff with the proceeds from the sale. The last form of involuntary lien we will cover is an attachment. This is a court order seizing property in order to satisfy a possible future judgment. The defendant owns their property, but it's attached to a lawsuit. If that property is transferred during the time of the pending case, it can still remain attached to the judgment. So it would still be sold to satisfy the judgment. In fact, a Liz Pendon is recorded to make the public aware that the property is subject to litigation. We've come to the end of financial limitations. This is your step-by-step -step real estate exam prep.